Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the WKOK Telephone Talk Show On The Mark. Lynn Hall's a fabulous producer. I'm Mark Lawrence. Back where I belong. No, no, not really. It was more fun sitting over there. You like cat herding? I do. You want to swap? No, that's okay. I'm all right. I'm just sitting here relaxing today. Did you Let's ch- work over there. I don't have to work over here. Did you check text messages? I, I did. Talking? I checked them routinely and had no problem with it. I have finally mastered the 3,728 steps necessary to bring up the... <laughs> <laughs> that's a slight exaggeration. Well, a slight one, but not, not terribly. 3,600 steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> right. We, have, we owe Kevin a great debt of thanks for that program. Does it appear as though maybe you forgot to do something during... I didn't delete all the emails. Ah, okay, Joe. We didn't read them all. You know, we had a very busy day yesterday with Carrie. All right. Well, in the meantime, I'll open these up while I introduce the show. Oh, we read that one. I'll delete them as they go. You do your thing. I will do my thing while you do your thing. Joe, Joe, And between us, we'll do a number of things. Joe, Joe, Joe. All right. (laughs) On the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Do as I've done. Buy a new truck, another one, and keep it all shined up, and they'll take good care of you over the years and keep you going. Got a chance to drive one of the Bronco 2s. They have a Bronco down there, the small Bronco. Well, it used to be small, but this one had uh, probably 30-inch tires on it. Uh, big lift kit is fantastic. Price tag, it was above 70 the one, the tester that I got to drive, but uh, man, alive. This is already a tricked-out uh, climb anywhere. Yes, you could use it for show and shine, but it also does uh, go and climb, and it's uh, Bronco. But they got another a, a bunch of other vehicles what down there. What are you doing? Show and shine, bark and climb? What, what are these things oh, coming from? These are trucks that go. You have show and shine trucks that have a, you know, a 20-inch lift, but you can't take them over can't a mountain because okay. you bust them, and then you have uh, go and climb, and those are trucks. I wasn't aware that you were into trucks in that, trucks. that aggressive a manner. <laughs> those are trucks that do right. trucks that work for a living. So, But they got them down at the Sunbury Motor Company, or if you just need a small pedal car, you want the smallest car in history, they got some of those down there, too. You want to get high gas mileage, they got everything. It doesn't really pedal, Joe. It's just a metaphor. All right, so Joe's thinking, hmm, high mileage? They do not go 99 miles an hour, Joe, so you won't like these. Depends on how fast your legs can get going. (laughs) You don't really have to pedal. That was a joke. All right, they got a couple electric vehicles down there, too. Wasn't funny. Go to the sun. Thank you. You can order. Now is the time to put your name in the hat for a uh, Ford F-150 Lightning, the electric trucks. They're, they're taking names again for those, so you can put your name on the list for next year. SunburyMotors.com, their website. We appreciate them being our sponsor. All right. Our telephone... Oh, Joe, is there anything you wish to say? No, we, we talked last week about Target and the uh, problems they were facing no. with what? 
Is there anything you wish to say? Oh, is I'm sorry. It's June 1st. You, you are strikingly handsome. Thank you. Phone number 5707439565. You can call us. It didn't kill you. Now stop it. 5707432KOK. You can email us at onthemarket.com and you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. OTM. Yeah, just one grace note to our conversation. Uh, former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee joined uh, mornings with Maria to discuss Florida Governor Ron DeSantis joining the 2024 race. Uh, he was talking about uh, Target's losses because of the swimsuits they were selling for trans people right. uh, and other having all their trans merchandise and prime merchandise out front. Their shares fell to a low, a 3.66% low, and they've lost another $2.4 billion in, in market value mm-hmm. in addition to the $12.4 billion they had already lost. So, you know, th- this is a cultural thing. I guess we're going to have to be dealing with this from time to time. People aren't going to they're going to vote with their pocketbooks one way or the other. You know, it's the same thing with Hobby Lobby. I know some people won't go into Hobby Lobby because of their political beliefs, even though they aren't on display in the store. Sort of on the other side. Right. Of the I, I, I still I still don't like the idea of, of you know, uh, people sticking stuff in my face politically in a store, but I don't like the idea of boycotting people either. I guess that's just... Well, no. and it used to be that folks could boycott a company, a national company, and didn't have that big of an impact. But look at Budweiser now. Yeah. yeah, their stock price plummeted. They're practically giving away beer. And then uh, you have, or Bud Light, I should say. I, I believe the Bud brands, they say the, the rest of the brands are doing okay. Are they? But Bud Light is suffering. Well, Budweiser. So, yeah, I think people will either mentally or actually separate the two. They don't think of them as being the same thing. But the, cans are, the cans are different. It, it's the same company anyways, and it's not even an American company, so they have that's happening. But yeah, it used to be that boycotts didn't have much impact, but we have heard that uh, Wall Street did react, or stock prices did react to the uh, target, and uh, both of these companies say whether, you know, they're aiming for a long-term goal of having a more diverse uh, um, audience in the future, but still, this is, uh, you know, they're in business to make money, so that's what they want to do. Well, yeah, you would think that that would be their primary goal, and, and to the extent that what they're doing loses the money, I would say somebody's made a miscalculation. Wouldn't uh, you? Yep. So you want to talk about that? Of course, we got all kinds of pushback and uh, uh, national issues going on. Got some local issues. Maybe you want to talk about those. So we got open phones. Five seven zero. Five seven zero seven four three. I forgot the number nine five six five. You think I'd see what happens when you take a day or two off? I think. I'd, well, I have more coming up, so I got to use up my vacation time. All right, five seven zero seven four three nine five six five is our telephone number. First caller of the day, uh, first caller of the week for me is Stan. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning. You know what the saying is: go woke, go broke. Uh, <laughs> I heard that one. You know, yeah, that seems to be what's happening with Budweiser and uh, Bud Light and uh, Target now. And Coles might not be far behind because they're doing the same stupid stuff that uh, uh, Target's been doing. So whatever. But that's not why I called. Now I'm going to ask a really simple question, and somebody might have an answer. Say, say the United States was attacked by a foreign nation on their soil, like say December. 7th, 1941. Now, what was our response at that point? We attacked them, correct? No, we declared war first. Well, okay, we declared war, but then we sent, what, was it Doolittle's Raid? Is that the one that went over there? The yes, first that was thing Doolittle's that just, Raid. Okay. All right, now, 
did the Japanese consider that a terrorist act at the time? Yes, as you a know? matter of fact, they did. They did. They did. <laughs> because that's and exactly actually... what Russia's doing right now when supposedly, now I don't know for sure, but supposedly the Ukrainians have sent some drone attacks into Moscow and across the border from Ukraine to attack Russian whatever, facilities, people, troops, and, and Putin's calling that a terrorist act. I, I you know, I don't have a dog in a fight over there, but I'm of the theory that if I'm attacked, I'm allowed to fight back. Well, on their soil, if that's what happens. If you, that's in my case, opinion. In case you're interested, the Japanese did capture several of the uh, flyers on the Doolittle Raid and executed them. Yes, because what, the spies because or whatever? A, what terror, no, they just figured they were going to win the war, and they didn't like the idea of being bombed. They didn't care they bombed us, but they we weren't allowed to bomb them. Okay, all right. I, I knew some of them had gotten captured, but I don't remember the whole story. But anyway, so that, that's you know that's in the news that you know ter- Putin's calling us a terrorist attack, blah blah blah. And I'm thinking, hey, if they hadn't done what they did to Ukraine, Ukraine wouldn't be doing what they're doing to Russia. That's just you know the tit for tat thing's going to probably not end well in the in the near future, you know, because Russia has the nukes. Whether they would be stupid enough to use them, I don't know. Ukraine. They gave all theirs up, from my understanding. Now, they could have, you know, stuck, uh, snuck some away or, you know, squirreled some away somewhere. I don't know. But, uh, you know, is this going to get worse for us? Because, you know, our fine dear leader down there is sending, talking F-16s, and we're going to send them Abr- Abrams tanks. Uh, and when when is more of our U.S. troops going to be put on the ground to train the Ukrainians? So, you know, it's all questions that need to be answered. I don't think we're going to get a straight answer from anybody. Well, why why is this upsetting you? The war's been dragging on now for well over uh, a year. It's not it's not upsetting. I'm not upset about it. <laughs> I, I'm just I find it amusing. Is what I do when 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 it comes on the news. Well, you, you know, Moscow was attacked by some Ukrainian uh, drone attacks, and Putin's calling it a terrorist attack. I just find it amusing because really. You're going to call the Ukrainians terrorists when you invaded their country. Well, if that's if that's the worst example you can find of Russian stupidity, then I think <laughs> well, they're in pretty good shape. <laughs> well, no, it's 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 the I don't know if it's stupid. It is stupidity, but it's just the, the arrogance and the, and the hypocrisy and the whole all that wrapped into one. It just you know, and they keep coming out with these news reports. You keep hearing it every other, you know, every couple of weeks, every couple of days, whatever it is, that the Ukrainians launch an attack into Russia, and and the Russians are all upset about it. I'm sorry, I, I don't feel sorry for the Russians because there's no reason to feel sorry for the Russians. They started it. Right. That's my point. Okay. They started it. And they're getting the exact same thing in return. I wish it was more than what the Ukrainians are able to give them. But, you know, they're, they're sniping at them, which, you know, in the long run, that tends to wear people down because the Russian people have been fed a bill of goods, and maybe some of the, maybe the Ukrainians have been, too. I don't know, because we hear so many stories coming out of that part of the world that how many, much of it is true and how much of it isn't. Okay. All right. We got you. All right. So, Thank so you, So everybody have a great day, and, and consider that, you know, the Russian lies, and... Uh, and be amused by it, because that's all you can <laughs> well, do. I always say if Putin's mouth is moving, he's lying.
Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that might not be that might not be a lie, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. More hypocrisy from the USSR. Thank you, sir. <laughs> All right, we got another caller waiting. Jim from Ashland, PA. Good morning, sir. Thanks for calling in. Good morning. Uh, you know, you're blessed to have uh, Duane Sir represent you if you live in Lower Northumberland County. Um, and I guess we got another good person to replace Linda Culver in the uh, 108th, correct? Well, that uh, was an election, uh, and Jeff Stender, I don't think Mr. Stender won it. He's yeah. not sworn in yet. No, I think he's been sworn in. Yeah, right, yeah. But, um, you know, what is the truth over there in the Ukraine? And uh, uh, It's hard to find out. You know, it'd be nice if there was actual, actual reporting. We don't have uh, reporting anymore. What you have is propaganda on both sides. I don't know what to believe. Um, well, you're, um, it doesn't really matter, but um, because I said to uh, Senator, or I mean Senator uh, Congressman Muser, I met him in October last year over in Sunbury at an event. And I said to him, "What do you think about negotiating a peace between Russia and Ukraine?" What do you think the first words out of his mouth were? I don't know. We are not in the business of guessing what someone said. You tell okay, us and well, you know. What he said was, quote, you know, Ukraine's a very corrupt country. Okay. Which is the damn truth. Uh, it, 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 sadly, it is. There's uh, oligarchs in both Russia and Ukraine. But uh, uh, what the truth is, I'm not sure. And uh, I think we should take care of America first. I uh, wish we wouldn't be the world's policemen. What do you guys think about that? Well, I think you've got a point there, but your subject line when they uh, told us you were on the line said, go woke or go oh, broke. Oh, I, I did want to talk about... <laughs> okay. Uh, I, th- the, I thought the, you the, might the have something ESG. else you wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Okay, the go woke, go broke thing. It comes back to, again, America's enemy and a man who just won't die, unfortunately, and that's George Soros. His open... Uh, open whatever i can't think of the name of the, the they're funding a lot of this stuff and there's a score that these companies get and they're more afraid of that score than they are of you the person who buys their product now of course um inbev owns anheuser-busch it's no longer anheuser-busch really it's just a name inbev is, an, is a company uh that's from the netherlands uh holland do you want to give your money to them uh, the other, the other co- company, of course, if you look at Miller Lite or Miller Beers, it's SAB Miller. Well, what the heck is SAB Miller? It's South African Brewing Miller. So your money's going to South Africa. Buy Yingling or some microbrewery. <laughs> and your money you goes know, to the and, Republican and keep your Party. your money in America. <laughs> Buy you know? Yingling so, so your money goes not, to the Republican Party. Well, uh, the course was Republicans, but the, they're now part of Molson, which is Canadian. So, you know, um, mm, you're know. better off to stick with an American company, in my opinion. <laughs> I'll be I'll be transparent. I'll be one of the few... Tra- my cousin is the third shift bottling supervisor at Yingling Plant for Carbon. So I say buy Yingling. There you go. I want to see Amen. Avoid, but, but the beer isn't made... The beer, the beer isn't Bye. made in Holland. The beer isn't made in uh, some foreign well, country. No, it's, it's made, made in St. Louis. And yeah, the American yeah. workers. And unfortunately, Rolling Rock was a great beer, but that's made in St. Louis now. Well, they're American. So, they're American workers making it. American families are being supported by the jobs. True. The fact that that's it's owned by point, somebody. Joe. Your point is a valid point. I just don't want to. I don't want to support 
companies that aren't from America. Ultimately, that's where the profit goes. Oh my God! Out of the country. All right, you guys have a great day. Thank you, you too, Jim. Take care. I haven't had a Yingling in almost forty-eight hours now, so. <laughs> well, did I'm you struggling. bring any with you? <laughs> no, no. But they have Rusty Rail Beer next door. They're doing Thirsty Thursday on 94KX. So I heard the cans. They do seem to do a lot of beer drinking over they there. They do. It's, well, you know, it's Tom Morgan, you know. We don't get anything here but water. We have a water cooler in the no, room. No, and every so often when McDonald's comes up, we have leftover nuggets or something. Right. That's about it. Not the same thing. All right. I say we're the poor stepchilds uh, here. 570 uh, <laughs> We're enjoying open phones. We're complaining about Russia. So... Everybody complains about him, but nobody does anything. So <laughs> certainly President Biden's not. Maybe a, uh, there's more Republicans in the race for president. I, I yep. saw Mike Pence is n- announcing what next week? Well, and of course, they finished the big deal yesterday. They voted on it last night. Ceiling. still has to go to the Senate. Um, so what's your view on that, folks? 570-743. I was about to give you my view. Oh, well, but you want to um, take a break, right. so you want to pay the bills. <laughs> right. Seven, five seven zero seven four three nine. Nine five six five. That's five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. You can email us at on the market You can text us at seven zero two three six. What's your view on the debt ceiling? Both of our U.S. congressmen around this area voted yes on that. Congressman Muser and Thompson they voted yes, although they both complained on the floor. If you saw them last night on C-SPAN, they were all stirred up, but they still voted yes. All right, call us now five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the Mm. out of auto repair. Keys out of my cold dead hands. <laughs> so yes, I keep my. Got to be a lot of stuff in your cold dead hand, including your rifles I got and your firearms. Handguns, <laughs> rifles, ammo, truck keys, and my voter registration card that says Democrat. Well, that's your first big mistake. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Listen, this debt ceiling deal, I mean, we ought to touch on it for just a few minutes. I don't know that it's going to drive the rest of the program. But I think that, in you know, you couldn't, you knew this was going to happen. I mean, they were going to come up with something that some people would, could stand on the floor of the House and bloviate and say, well, this is the worst deal ever in the history of deals, but I'm going to vote for it. Right. And others who will say, you know, oh, well, gee, it's, it's okay. I'll go along with it. And others who are going to say, I'm not going to go along with it. So it's exactly what we have. 
had. It was It's a kabuki dance. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's got their scripted positions, and they all dance around each other, and in the end, they do the same thing they were going to do on day one. Well, and the the making able-bodied individuals work on uh, work, you know, they have to be able to work to get food stamps. That is going to cost the nation more, according to the Congressional Budget Office, because it's disruptive within families, and it creates more need. You know, it upsets the balance in some of the families that are on the margin there. You take an individual that might be able-bodied but is taking care of a big family, and he or she has to work. It requires other individuals in that family to go on food stamps, so there's like a trickle-down effect. That particular aspect will cost the nation more. Wait wait a second. Let's say there are 10 people in the family. One guy who could work Mm -hmm. is suddenly forced to work, and that creates a burden on the other people. Everybody eats food stamps. Why doesn't just one more person eat food stamps? Well, I wouldn't say that I necessarily understood the rationale, but they said... I don't understand it at all. Yeah, because of the fact that it's uh, upsetting some sort of a balance that more individuals will actually end up on food stamps in general. But it will accomplish one goal. I think Senator McCarthy said last night, now he said it's a certainty, but I think it's just a slight chance that some individuals will go to work and will end up with a, you know, the well, good feeling that comes from work. Right. Yes, wouldn't it be horrible if actually people got off of welfare and went to work? Well, it would be the worst thing ever for the wildcat liberals on the left. And I think he's right. I think that will happen for a few people. But most people don't work because they can't work or don't want to or are too lazy or They'll just suffer more. And you know, should we support those who don't want to or are too lazy? <laughs> I think in some cases, yes. In some cases, no. I think you just really? have to look at it and see what you know. what's the dynamic that's going on in the family. The dynamic is they don't want to work or they're too lazy. And we support them? Well, no. Okay. If, <laughs> that's if, what you said. If you want to <laughs> attach the adjective lazy. You, well, you did that, not me. Right. We know of able-bodied individuals who could work and choose not to just because it doesn't fit into their busy schedule of doing right, less. Of, of, of so, collecting welfare. And, and for <laughs> right, and for those individuals, this could work. But uh, there's a uh, there's another dynamic, I'll call it. And again, I'm I'm way past what I you know know deep into the knowledge about this. But for families on the margin, they strike a balance with an individual that may be taking care of the family and using the SNAP benefits as much as possible. And other individuals can work part time or do work uh, full time. But if you take a, a, a child care provider or a family provider or the you know the, the this family individual out of the picture, other individuals often go on SNAP benefits as a result, and it and it may cause more child care expenses and so on. But it may not. The Budget it, Office says it's not a money saver. That's it all. may not. Well, the Congressional Budget Office is routinely ignored by everybody in Congress. Well, and they're, are they often wrong? Sometimes they are. Sometimes okay. they're dead on right. Okay. But uh, even if it does, you know, we're paying people to do nothing. If I'm going to pay you to do nothing, I'd rather pay you to do something. Mm-hmm. And whether it's some, whether it's sweeping the street in front of your home, uh, whether it's watering somebody else's grass or, you know, fixing somebody's screen door, I would rather pay you for that than to sit at home and stare at the walls. Well, and I think another corollary benefit about this nobody's really talking about is a lot of able-bodied individuals that have SNAP benefits are working off the books. You know, they're just working for cash wherever. You know, it could be anything, cleaning houses or gardening. Isn't or that illegal? For, uh, it is okay. uh, illegal, yeah, to not report your income check. Right. It runs afoul of the IRS. But, but of course, there's a whole subculture. I'm going to, Lawrence's totally worthless estimate is about 10% of our nation's income is done via cash and, and isn't taxed and no Social Security and all that. So 
I think a corollary benefit could be that these individuals will be identified as using SNAP benefits when, A, they don't need it, so they'll get off of it because they're not going to probably give up their cash income, or they'll get on the you know the bandwagon oh. like the rest of us dogs and work on the treadmill for The problem years. will be solved when you globalists take over and get rid of our money and all we have are cards. Oh, yeah, the world order. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, they, they won't, there won't be any under-the-table cash to pay anybody with. Okay. It'll all be recorded and trans- transcribed. Right. Look, the bottom line to me is that people, I think there's dignity in work. I'm sorry, I do. If you gave me the choice to sit at home and make the money I made over the years or go out and do the work I did for it, I would much rather do the work I did for it. I, I, you get a sense, I think you get a sense of accomplishment. You get a sense of, of, of contributing to society, uh, whether or not you're just doing it for a company that wants to make money or whether you're doing it for some altruistic benefit. But still, there's a certain amount of pride in accomplishing something, of saying, all right, this was my day. I got this done, this done, and this done, and they paid me for it. Have you ever done menial jobs? Yes. My first job uh, when I got out of high school working over the summer was scraping rust off pipes in the city of Harrisburg's water filtration plant. Did you wear a dust mask, I hope? No, we didn't. They didn't offer us (laughs) anything. They gave us a chisel and a hammer. You know that can make your hair fall out. Well, I think that's exactly what happened. But anyway, yeah, I think for people who have a lifetime of menial jobs, they may view the satisfaction that comes from work as less. Why they don't advance themselves or get better jobs, you know, is you'd have to ask each and every one of them individually. I think there's a thousand stories that would would pre or that would follow that question. But this isn't a, a, but, a broad requirement. I mean, this is just focused on one particular area, the food stamps, right? Right, and it's not going to save the nation any money, but it is going to make Republicans feel better. And I think Senator, yes, yeah, Senator uh, Re- Representative McCarthy comes out of this looking like a million bucks because he wanted to negotiate. He did it. They did do. Some, they made some actual changes, you know, things that if you take it 10 years out, they'll probably amount to trillions of dollars. Well, that's exactly what he wanted. President Biden didn't want any cuts, so he didn't get his way. So Biden looks bad. McCarthy looks good. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and there's probably some substance to the savings. You know, and the other thing is we send them to Washington, D.C., saying, you know, please get our budget in order. Well, this is that. It's getting the budget in order. <laughs> right. This, this is step one of a long, long hike to bring this nation back into normalcy. I don't know that they will go beyond this. I mean, this seems to be like the maximum amount we could expect from them. What's going to happen when this one runs out and we have we facing the same problem again? Will we have curtailed spending or will we, will we be upping the, the ante again? What do you call that dance all the time? What's that? Kabuki dance. Kabuki dance, right. I have to watch one of those one time. How do they end? Not well. All right. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. Mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Master. You know, it strikes me as odd that I'm required to say you're strikingly handsome, but you have no such obligations to me. I have no clauses in my contract and no riders, no add-ons, no caveats, no nothing. Yeah, no, that's what I figured. I'm, I, I've chosen to say that you're in charge of global volcanic response, but it doesn't mean anything. No, it really doesn't, since <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> it's, it's like a lot of things that I say sometimes. Yes, 
nonsense, but in any event. Wait about it. <laughs> All right. So welcome on board, everybody. It's WKOK's live telephone talk show on the Mark Lindhalls, our fabulous uh, producer. So we very much appreciate her help and hard work today. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Do as I did yesterday. Drive that Bronco with the 30-some-inch tires. Oh, I'm told one of our good listeners says there's a 32-inch tires on the new wow. Bronco. And the one that he bought, he cost him $80,000. So this is kind of a show-and-shine off-road vehicle. For also. the tires? No, for the whole vehicle. Oh, for the <laughs> but he said yes to everything they asked him when the, during the questioning before he ordered it. So, All right, our telephone number, 570-743-9565. That's 570-743-9565. And that's 570-743-WKOK. You can email us, as no one has done today, but we have two old emails at on the market wkoka.com and you can text us at 70236 include the keyword OTM one of our listeners says it's time for major change in our US government here's my ideas any person voted into legislative branch would have only one term of 5 years in office whatever happened to you represent you would be paid the median salary of the area you represent no $100,000 salary for people who live around here then you pay your own insurances, health insurance, auto insurance. You receive no retirement funds. If you do any criminal activities uh, during a special public vote will be taken by the people in your district to determine if you stay in office. When voting on a bill, it stands alone. One bill, one vote, no tag-ons. Uh, if the budget can't be agreed on, all people in the legislative branch will be the first not to be paid during an impasse. Well, that's what they do now, actually, but th- it doesn't matter. There's so ridiculously overpaid it doesn't hurt them. Anyway, in primary election races, each party must somehow uh, come up with a maximum number of no more than three candidates of each party that are represented, so maybe a pre-primary. And all of the above items will be voted on by we the people. It cannot be overturned by any form of government. We as a country can make changes in a peaceful way. These are just common sense ideas. Why can't we make these work? It says Dave, well, so because they aren't all common sense. <laughs> well, they all make perfect sense, but they would involve the people reclaiming Washington, D.C., which you and I and Dave are the only people interested in having happen. I mean, uh, we keep electing the same people. We send the same fools down there to do the same foolish work, and then we wonder why it's a fool's... Paradise? Uh, yeah, something like that. All right, 570-743-9565. Joseph, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yes, good morning, gentlemen. I was just listening to your... Uh, diatribe there on uh, giving these uh, welfare workers, make them go to work. I got news for you. It's not going to work. It will not work. My father, uh, half a century ago, he was bridge commissioner, Union County bridge commissioner. He took care of all the bridges in Union County, and he had that idea. So he went to the other commissioners, and they said, okay, that sounds good. And so uh, we got. he tried to get the welfare workers out. And back then, you had a little more power in that area than you do now, of course. And uh, once in a while you get two or three out, and then you'd have to sit at their place of residence and wait for them. And they didn't work anyhow when they came out because you, you had no teeth in it, really. You know what I mean? And uh, so if it, you have to make it that you, if you want a welfare check, you're going to have to work. And if you don't work, if you're on the job and don't work, you're not going to get the check. It's as simple as that, but that'll never happen. 
so you, you might just well forget about it. That's not going to work. Are you grinding coffee? No, my wife is frying something. Right. <laughs> That's pretty loud. Yes, it is. That's crazy. You need okay. earplugs. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, but... <laughs> she said sorry. Do you believe that there are people who want to work and, and aren't working at the moment? I mean, do you believe that? I don't believe that, because I see signs everywhere, everywhere, hiring everywhere. No, that's, that's a bunch of bull. That's not true. And, and furthermore, I, I believe in that, that tyrant, well, as they say, tyrannical God that's called Yahweh, that he says, if you don't work, you don't eat. That's period. You know what I mean? Yeah, Joe Stalin said that, too. Well, I know. Probably Hitler did, too. But uh, the Almighty said it first. And that's a fact. Unless you're handicapped or you're incapacitated, of course. You know, there's there's programs for that. But I was over at my cabin one day, and this guy came over. They had a lot next to me. And he said, hey, well, you go and get a job. I said, well, why don't you go up to Walmart here? Oh, no, he said, I can't go up there. Now, this guy's about 25 years old, built like an ox, strong as a bull. And I said, why not? Well, he said, I'm getting uh, SSI or something. I'm getting $1,400 a month. And he said, uh, you know, I can't get a job like at Walmart. He wants some, you know, cash under the table. <laughs> and he, I said, what's wrong with you? How, how, how can you get that money? Well, he said, I'm a little slow. He wasn't too smart. And... and he wasn't smart, but he wasn't retarded. <laughs> well, I shouldn't have said that word. He wasn't... Uh, well, he's smart enough to get free money from the government. Challenged. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't mentally challenged, really. But he was smart enough, yeah, right, to get many money from the government. No, it's, 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 it's a giveaway program today, and that's what the Democrats want, and that's what they're, what, what they're doing, I'm telling you. All right, we got you. I All got right. a question for you guys. <laughs> okay. A simple question. It's a yes or no answer. Is your name Joe and Mark? Is your name in the Book of Life, the Land Book of Life? Oh, brother. <laughs> no, I'm just asking you a question. That's not a hard question. <sighs> All right. Any other questions today, sir? No, you didn't answer me. You're like uh, that press secretary on, on Biden's press secretary. Well, that's a personal question. We're not in the that's business to answer. Yes, it is a personal question. Ask me the question. Ask me no, that. Th no, thanks. No, we'll pass. No. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. If you don't know All right. Okay. Thank you. All right. No more questions. All right. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line <laughs> is now open, 570-743-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword. OTM. Uh, oh, we have a uh, text, so we'll be reading we that do. on the radio. Yep. Our new camera system is working, says Sunbury Police Chief Brad Harris. Says the new system covers most of Front Street, including at the intersection with Market Street and at Chestnut Street at the Riverfront Gazebo. Harris says four cameras are now operational, with more being installed in the coming weeks. He says this is phase one of the project, which includes 11 cameras total. New study found teachers are leaving Pennsylvania at a record rate. The study by the Penn State Center for Education, Evaluation, and Policy Analysis found between the current and previous school years, 7.7%, or nearly 9,600 teachers, left their positions. While the data does not show whether educators left for teaching jobs outside the state or quit teaching altogether, the research strongly suggests that the prestige and respect for teachers has declined dramatically in recent years. Charter school teachers, teachers of color, male teachers, and those who work at schools where students of color make up the majority of the school population, left in higher numbers than their peers. Tory Gates News Radio 1070 WKOK. 
Uh, a small plane carrying two people crashed into a utility vehicle driving on the Pennsylvania Turnpike off-ramp, a, a off-ramp, or an off-ramp, <laughs> yesterday at 2.30 p.m. Uh, according to WHTM, they say the FAA is investigating two individuals were hurt in that incident. Federal investigators have obtained an audio recording of former President Donald Trump in which he acknowledges he held on to a classified Pentagon document after he left the White House. The recording from 2021 at Trump's Golf Club in New Jersey is a crucial piece of evidence for prosecutors in the special counsel. It contradicts what Trump said to CNN in a town hall meeting that he didn't know when he had in classified documents until he was told shortly before the FBI raid. It is the start of Pride Month. Today is the start of Pride Month, commemorating the pursuit of equality for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people, while also celebrating the accomplishments of the LGBTQ community. Some other headlines from Washington, D.C. The the experts at the Federal Reserve say hiring and inflation appear to be slowing down. So that's uh, mixed news. Uh, Their latest report shows little change from April to May. They say expectations for future growth deteriorated a little bit. They do not see a recession on the future. (laughs) No kidding. All right. And finally, it's only June, but they've already been 24 shootings on school campuses that resulted in injuries or death and one of the biggest questions in prevention has been should we arm our teachers a new survey finds most american teachers do not think arming any teacher would make them safer at school okay well i disagree and i know a lot about this i I know you're packing (laughs) i taught for decades and uh, i think they should all be carrying actually we should have mandatory carry carry all the time Or at least bring Carrie Albright on the show more often. <laughs> so that would be the mandatory carry. Once a week, you have to have Carrie Albright here. Bob, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, happy Pride Month. Thank you. you How was too, your buddy. weekend? Uh, well, it was about five days long, so it was fine. All right. Well, I'm calling, you know, about the welfare bit. I mean, ever I've known this for 30, 40 years. There's people driving around the Cadillac collecting welfare. What? I mean, how does that happen? Uh, what do they call it? Rig the system or jinx the system? What do they call it, Joe? I haven't heard the welfare Cadillac term used in a long time. <laughs> well, I've seen it a long time ago. They used to have a place over by Susquehanna University called the Meadows. And the people in there collected, just because you have kids, you can get welfare and you can have a boyfriend that has, you know, a job. And as long as they don't report it, they kept collecting the stuff. But my problem is now if they're coming down on people, I work with people with disabilities. These people rely on food stamps and they only get so much a month. And they took food stamps away from him because the county is his payee and they're not giving him enough money so he has too much in savings to get his food stamps. And I think that's wrong. The county is, you know, his payee. They should know how the system works. And he's getting, not only him, several individuals in our uh, employment are out of food stamps. And they can't work. They get $20 a week to live on. I mean, try and live on $20 a week. <laughs> well, yeah, you can't do that. Well, why, so are, why aren't they I working? I have no problem with them cracking down on it. But they need to go against the people that own stuff that aren't relying on uh, somebody else to take care of them. 
Well, how many of those people are, are there versus the people who don't want to do the work at all? Well, they want to work, but nobody will hire them, hire them because they can't work like a normal person. They're very slow. I mean, there are some businesses. I'll give uh, several businesses in our area are hiring these individuals to work, but they have to have a, uh, a, a person with them to help them do the job. Well, I mean, there are places like uh, Suncom Industries that specialize in helping people with special disabilities and needs. Yeah, well, Suncom can only hire so many people, and sometimes Suncom won't even let the individuals work there because it's too much uh, burden for them to do the... At Suncom, they don't allow you to have a, uh, a job coach. That's what it's called, a job coach. Oh, okay. Well, I'm... Uh, but I'm that's... just saying, you know, it's good that they're going to crack down on this stuff. I have no problem with that. It should have been that way for years. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not hurting the people that really need it. As long as they have a doctor standing behind them and saying that they are too uh, disabled, they have too many mental problems, health problems, disability problems, you know, fine, go after them. Okay, well, you've given us right, some, something you, to chew on there. Thanks, Bob. Thank you very Appreciate much. Appreciate your call. Oh, 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 sorry. I'm sorry. I think I cut off his last I think word. You did st- I think you did, too. Call back, Bob, or text us if you wish to, or email. Uh, lower right-hand corner, Joe. Yes, uh, my, this is one of our texters. My understanding of the work requirements was the able-bodied people with no dependents would work. If they're working, they pay taxes. All right. That's gotcha. true. All right. We're taking a quickie break. Unless there are scoff laws. Standby callers. If anybody wishes to join them in queue, 570 9565. That's 5707439565. You can email us at on the mark at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. We talked about the culture war topic relates to Bud Light and Target. Both of their stocks are plummeting. Uh, let's see, debt ceiling conversation. Strangely enough, some hypocrisy broke out in Washington, D.C. yesterday. It was bound to happen eventually, so we can talk about that. 5707439565. Email on the mark at WKOK.com. Text us us at 70236, keyword OTM. Mm, mm. When car repairs get difficult... Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections? Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. Mm. out of auto repair. Uh, Joe, if you look in the upper right-hand corner, you got something you might want to read yes. coming up. But let's not do that right now because right, we, we got won't. good callers waiting. Steve from New Jersey, Pennsylvania, you're on the mark. Uh, hey. hey. See, it sounds on because I, uh, I have trouble with this phone sometimes, the way I hold the mic. Sometimes, even if I'm as noisy, I, people would hear me better on a speakerphone, even with traffic all around me. So. That's a pickle. This is, yeah, so, this is okay, right? 
Uh, it's it's satisfactory. Marginal. Yeah, it's marginal. Right. Well said. That's what it is. But we can well, hear you. Okay. Well, let me see. Uh, oh, uh, this is. Well, anyway, why don't we move on? I bet you this is better. I bet you this sounds better. Um, a tiny bit. Let's move on, though. I would say we should move on, even though we can barely... I've been hearing news this morning about uh, they got... Trump was found with uh, uh, recordings of, of, of something that... Did you hear? Did you uh, hear he, that? He they had, found a recording of Trump admitting that he did something with a secret document, document that he had. It, he's got that he took it, with he it, yeah. one document, right? Yeah, one document. Yep. Hardly yeah. a criminal offense. Yeah, I mean, you know, I can't. I just, I can't believe. Well, I can believe because it, it's him. Uh, I can't, but I can't believe that he is, is actually trying to run. Who is the, who, his minions? I mean, you know, those people are hypnotized. That if they're if they're still interested in him, they have to be hypnotized by him. It's a cult. It's a cult. Those people that are the those Trumpers that are all for him, but no matter what, those people are hypnotized. That's that some kind of cult. Don't you think? Yep, absolutely. Oh, Especially his lawyer. He's got some <laughs> sort of a spell on him or something. It's hard to describe. All right, Steve, we've got to grab another caller, yeah. but thank you so much for buzzing us back from New Jersey Highways. Yeah, take care. Okay, there take was a, care. Thank you, sir. Great right. song in the 50s, I Put a Spell on You by Screamin' Jay Hawkins. Do you remember that? <laughs> Um, I remember something like that. Lance remembers it, though. He's chuckling. Oh, yeah, he sure do. Oh, boy. That's what I've been trying to forget that era for a long time. I, I, anyway, uh, when they're talking about, you know, national debt, well, we're pikers when it comes to spending money. Uh, you realize China's in debt two and a half times the GDP. We're worried about one, and so is Japan. So, uh, well, it seems, me, it seems as though our national debt is exponentially growing lately like, like we learned that you don't you can print money out of nowhere and <laughs> it's gotten worse so we'll we'll be up with them in a couple of years what was that song from queen money for nothing and your chicks for free no, that's dire straits dire straits i'm sorry <laughs> yeah right oh yeah yeah why well, something i was really surprised about uh, the uh, bucknell open discourse folks they had uh, one of the england sisters uh, giving a really nice talk about the company and how they survived over the years and how it is totally independent. And I was really surprised because it was called Yingling and the American Spirit in a liberal college. I thought that was pretty neat myself, uh, singling, seeing how the treatment that they gave Heather McDonald, who was basically the same kind of a person, they wouldn't even allow her to come on campus. So I thought that was maybe a step in the right direction. You know, I'm a member of the Open Discourse, and I think it's really a great idea. Well, okay. Yeah, I didn't catch that, but I heard she made uh, had good remarks and were well received. Well, I think it's a great company, and you know they certainly have an independent spirit, and they're uh, politically very conservative, so they're you know they advocate for that sort of thing. So it's all good. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, you uh, think of InBev. Now, they come from a country that has just uh, fired all their farmers. <laughs> Didn't work out. Well, well, it's working out, I guess. You realize that they also, the farmers also had to sign an agreement that they would not ever farm again anywhere in the world. I mean, they gave them quite a good uh, bunch of money. A global non-compete. Yeah. In other words, that farmer could not go to, let's say, South Africa, you know, and get a farm. And, and start you a know, farm. Go to work. No, they can't do that. I mean, they have uh, paid for their rest of their lives, you know, at a good rate. But still, isn't that just bordering on insanity? <laughs> well, I'm sure they have some reasons, you know. There's another side of the story. may even be south of the border. Who, yeah. know, who knows what it is? <laughs> yeah, because what they want to do is starve the human race down to where they think is the carrying capacity of the world for human beings. Okay, it's like a new world order almost, only worse. Well, it would More appear starvation. so, would it not? Yep. All right, we got you, sir. Thank you. Thanks for calling well, in. Okay, can I just uh, one more thing here? Briefly, and that is yep. that I believe that uh, Joe is misinterpreting my idea about the schools. Oh. I don't, I, I'm not a person who thinks that we shouldn't have universal education for everyone. It's just that who is running it right now are total incompetence. And unfortunately, it's really tough to fire uh, government employees. You know, you can't just do like uh, a well-known fellow who took over a uh, company and fired everybody. Well, I I, I know what you're saying, but I, and I my my I didn't finish my thought yesterday when we were talking about this. Yes, I believe we need to build up public education and we need to put our money our eggs in that basket. But I also believe in doing that we should take away tenure. And if teachers don't perform and they don't teach, we should be able to get rid of them without any big fuss. Yeah, that's exactly right, and you can't do that. Well, that's part of my plan. I mean, the okay. good ones, oh, the good ones we pay, on the good ones we pay a lot of money to. In trouble. Yep, we pay the good ones and dump the bad ones. All right, we got you, Lance. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. We agree. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. We do. Take care. Much appreciated. All right. Uh, let's see, Dick from Milton, last caller before a quickie break. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Well, I'll make this pretty quick. One of the reasons that Jennifer Yingling speaks at Bucknell is allowed to speak. She's in the Bucknell Hall of Fame. She graduated from Bucknell. Oh, okay. She was, she played softball there. She graduated. She has a degree from Bucknell. So I don't. I think it would be kind of stupid not to invite her to speak there if she wanted to. Well, well, they're probably asking her for money too. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure she contributes money there. But my boy, my point being is, 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 if he thinks that's the most liberal university. Sadly mistaken. I mean, she went to school. There's a lot of people with, with her, like her, that have graduated from Bucknell. They're not. They're not all flaming liberals. I can guarantee you that. True. Well, uh, well Dan Muser's son plays on the football team. Oh, okay. So, my, so I guess my point being is that everybody goes there. It's not so he's always associated with lots of liberals. I wouldn't consider Dan Muser a flaming liberal, and his son I say, is it be a junior on the football team there this year, or maybe even a senior. I mean, I see Dan over, I see him there at the football scrimmages, and I see him there at the game, so. Right. Okay, well, you're right about him. So He's certainly I, no liberal. I guess, my point, I guess my point being is everybody walking around the Bucknell campus is not a flaming liberal, and everybody that teaches at Bucknell is not. I mean, you've, you've had, Dick, you've had your, your guest on. 
the rabbi, or he's not a rabbi, the uh, Catholic. You talking about? He comes about? and speaks at your on your on your program once in a while. You have him on. Uh, um, he's the Russian, uh, the Russian Orthodox minister. Uh, oh minister. yeah, he's on the morning show. Um. But he's but he's no flaming liberal either. No, no obviously he's a, he's a very conservative person. And teaches yeah. there at Bucknell. Yeah, there's a lot of Sears. Republicans. Well, yeah, Professor Rosu from Susquehanna University comes here. He's conservative. Seavers? Yes, Alf Seavers. Alf Seavers, thank but, you. But, but there's always a misconception when people p- m- mention a university. It doesn't matter where it's at. Yeah, okay. Fair All enough. right, we got you. And that's All right. Jennifer Yingling, obviously. Bye. Thank Take you, care. sir. Thanks for calling. All right, we'll take more comers. 570-743-9565. 570-743-9565. We will be right back. Back WKOK live telephone talk show. Joe, size that has you wanted to yes, read it. Joe brought in a great Fox clipping. I want you to picture something, folks, well, in your mind on a cover of a book. Uh, there's a calendar. A, a calendar, yes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a diverse group of children at a table with one adult who has gray hair. and uh, but at They're the, in a circle. At the, they're in a circle, and uh, one of the children has blonde hair. But the placement of the child with blonde hair is at the very top of the table. At the 12 it, o'clock position. Right. There's nothing to indicate that, oh, you're looking down on this round right. table and there's kids around the table. And there's nothing to indicate that that's the head table or a seat of power, but of course tradition would dictate that maybe that is a position of power because it's at the top of the table. It's the head of the table. To that end, the United Church of Christ, who made the calendar, is just going apoplectic over it. Uh, United Church of Christ president said the calendar failed to live up to their commitment to anti-racism. A progressive Christian church apologized for offending churchgoers with a calendar that displayed the subtleties of racism by featuring a blonde child on its cover. United Church of Christ President Reverend John C. Dorhauer apologized profusely in a letter to members posted on the UCC website May 23rd. Addressing complaints, he said the new desk calendar, quote, failed to live up to our commitments to be an anti-racist body. Unquote. The 2024 desk calendar is currently being sold on the UCC website. The cover features a drawing of children and at least one adult with gray hair holding hands in a circle. Children of various skin colors are displayed in the graphic, but it appears to some UCC members they are upset that a white child with blonde hair was towards the top of the image. <laughs> Reverend Dornhauer suggested they should have rotated the image slightly so that a more racially diverse person was at the top instead. Gee, what? Boy, this is awful, isn't it? <laughs> it well, has been brought to my attention that a slight rotation on the cover image in either direction would more accurately reflect, reflect the racial equity we seek. I am grateful for such attention to the subtleties of racism and agree, he wrote. So it's racist to put a white person on a calendar if they happen to be at the top of the list. Okay. Well, uh, keep going. Go ahead and The UCC it. president thanked members who let him know about their disappointment and outrage over the calendar. He lamented the pervasiveness of white privilege. Seeing how the image on the cover is plainly focused on the blonde-haired person makes it clear to me that there are still ways in which the centering of whiteness remains instantiated in our language, our art, and our culture, he wrote. This is the reminder of the kind of diligence required to fully overcome the ravages of white privilege still embedded in our system, our psyche, and our culture. The church leader vowed to make sure graphics were aligned with the church's commitment
commitment to anti-racism in the future. Isn't it racist that we pick it on this poor white kid who, ha- who happens to be at the top of it mm. or at the center? Or not, it's not even at the center. It's just at the you know, 12 well, o'clock and, position. And, and there's the article talks about gray hair, but there's no such person at the table. Well, the first three people at, at 12, 1, and 2, uh, 12, 2, and 3 all look light-skinned, maybe Oriental. Uh, there's one, two definitely uh, Asian. Asian, so. okay. Uh, two black kids. And what, what are the other Native Americans? I can't really tell. Well, I mean, you can't tell. It's just diverse. One kid has glasses, one kid is white, one is black. Anyhow, this abject apology continues. We will again remind ourselves and challenge ourselves to apply a level of diligence that will reduce the likelihood that this will ever happen again. We will also review the processes we use to approve graphic designs before being published, building a network of accountability that will enable us to align more fully with our vision for and commitment to anti-racism. This is what I call groveling 101. But they are 100% right. With this white child with the blonde hair at the top of the table, it definitely puts her in a position of power and authority. She's at the head table. She's in charge. Right, she's, she's got the gavel in her hand. Right, she's at the table. No, she does not. <laughs> no. You're, you're making that up. But I, I agree with the complainers that this definitely uh, shows that uh, whites are in charge, but all these other kids are welcome to sit at the table as long as they behave. So, But the, the, the white girl is the top, and she's the keystone of the whole thing, and that's... And not only that, she's the only one that's got a ribbon in her hair. Oh, is that true? <laughs> oh, you're right. And nobody else has anything in her hair, but right. she has a ribbon. Well, that's because of white privilege. She has the ribbon in her hair. Right, I agree. Yep, yep. Actually, there's three pretty white kids at the table. The rest yeah, that's what I diverse, said. The first, so. first three are. So. so, yeah, no, she's definitely in the position of power. The uh, complainers are 100% right here. Well, so. you... You need a checkup from the neck up, brother. I mean, <laughs> you of don't all the see things it, huh? to get, of all the things to get. Well, yes, I see that the child is there. At that, that, as you say, if you're looking down on the table, okay, Joe, it's look hard at this. to tell. It's a round table, so who could ever be at the head of a round table? Who's the chairperson of the table? Uh, the gray-haired gentleman no. on the bottom. <laughs> False. It's a white kid at the top. Anybody can plainly see that. All right. So what do you think about this, folks? Try to visualize this. You're looking down yeah, and around the table. It's too bad we don't have the, can't show you the calendar. Well, I could put it on Facebook, but till I put it up there and everybody went to it, <laughs> the show would be over. But anyway, uh, we should have. Actually, I knew this. I should have put it up ahead of time. But anyway. But it just seems insane to me that they're that bent out of shape over it. At, you know, the, this kind of groveling, abject apology from the president of the church. Yeah, that's a little over the top. <laughs> Way over the I, top. I think just accepting that the subtlety is obvious, thank you, and the idea that white privilege could be read into that if you're really looking for it. What makes it sound like the true. company that designed the artwork were a group of racists who said, hey, we're going to fix the UCC <laughs> church. We're going to put a kid on the top here who's white. This is some of the artwork that emanated from the Charlottesville March just five short years ago. Right. <laughs> that, uh, and it would have just been perfect if they put a hood on her head. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Do they, did kids wear hoods, too? Yes, in the okay. Ku Klux Klan, right, they thank did. You. Five seven zero seven four three nine five six five is our telephone number. What do you think about this uh, overhead shot on the calendar that shows one <coughs> white kid at the top at the head of the table? I think she's the chairperson of the whole group. Incidentally, they're still selling the calendar online. Oh, even. yeah, you can still buy it. <laughs> she's graciously allowing people of color to sit at her table. So she's white, but everybody else is BIPOC. All right? Five seven zero 
740-743-9565 is our telephone number, so we'll delete that, which makes way for another email. We talked about diversity in Bucknell University, and one of our listeners says... Uh, Bucknell is fairly liberal, but conservative compared to other colleges. Students there refer to the Bucknell bubble, referencing that they are somewhat insulated from the real world, and their views are somewhat bred there. Okay. Appreciate that. Uh, Lance, you wanted another minute? Okay. Why, what I was basing my assumption on was the way Bucknell treated Heather McDonald, who is a very, well, not super conservative, but a uh, very common-sense conservative. And they just won't even let her on campus. And also, a while back, uh, you had an individual there when he asked him... um, how he felt being a conservative in Lewisburg, and he said, well, sort of like the village communist in 1955. So I kind of, you remember that? I'm sure. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You know, at one time, way back, I belonged to the UCC church, not far from where I live. And they're got so in, they're so much into social issues, they no longer could preach the gospel of truth. That's where they're at. And I was in the UCC from youth till I became 21 or 22, not ever understanding the truth of the gospel of salvation. In other words, as Joseph brought up, my name wasn't written in the Lamb's Book of Life, which I... That's what I'm talking about too. If you if you uh, you can be so sensitive about woke things that you lose the purpose of your existence. As the as I'm trying to tell you, Joe, the UCC lost its purpose a long time ago. That all they're interested in is many woke churches is social issues. Meanwhile, members are completely lost looking for truth, and they no longer proclaim absolute truth. And I have, I have close, I put it to truth, they're probably not listening to this program, but I have relatives that are ministers in UC Church, and they know, they don't, they admit they don't preach the truth. And they admit they weren't taught the truth in cemetery, I mean seminary. So, there you have it. The truth don't matter. It's all social issues, globalism. And the UCC church will fit right into the globalist agenda as it is now, and it'll keep on to to the new world order. They fit right in to the to the New World Order government and to uh, read the book 
well, I know you won't do it, but check the 17th chapter of the book of Revelation. It mentions Babylon. And UCC fits right in. And I can speak Yes. Churches address social issues because that's where the uh, people are who are on the margin, you know, where people are either forgotten about or are, you know, not held in high regard in society. I think that's why they address social issues. That's how they the first. hear their calling. It's a well, different way to hear the calling than you hear. You can address the social issues, and I, if that's what the UCC church yeah. is doing, there's no, I have no problem with that. But to get so bent out of shape over something <laughs> like this is beyond absurd. This guy. This guy's going to resign and yeah, I mean, <laughs> go he back should, to he seminary. Should, he should quit. He should quit as president of the church probably is a, turn in his resignation immediately for this heinous act. Yeah, you um, don't need to do Harry Carey just because your calendar looked a little odd. Yeah, they lost their main purpose, and, and you guys are partly on it, but... Uh, I can answer, I, I answer personal questions on this program all the time. I have not nothing I won't share with you people, and I don't mind answering them personal questions, but they, to, to be honest about it, and the UCC lost its way even before I went there and, and was lost. I was a lost person. I had no direction. I didn't know where I was going in eternity. So you won't be and they you lost their they lost their way, Joe. You won't be buying one of their calendars anytime soon, I gather. They have coffee mugs though. <laughs> no, no, I won't, but I, I love the people. I feel sorry for them that are brainwashed by the woke agenda and I don't know why and I know I know true believers. I know born again Christians that attend the UCC. I, I don't tell them to leave, but I don't know why they go there. You know, but uh, everybody religion's a very personal thing, Dan. Other people see things the same way you do. Other people see things a different way. I don't have any yeah. problem with what the United Church of Christ believes or what they preach, but I think it's absolutely insane to get so overwrought, and that's the point here. I mean, you can call in about yeah. this church or that church being better or going to hell if you don't belong to this church. All I'm no, no. For them to, I for them believe to you can be saved in any church. For them to get that bent out of shape about a calendar shows that they are beyond woke, they are right. into, into pra practically semi-history right. over nothing. Yep, that's the problem. They get bent out of shape over something that's not important at all because they have their values in the wrong place. The UCC would needs to get back to the old King James Bible, start rereading it, and have a have a reformation have a real they claim they came out of the reformation but they lost their way they're even worse than the church that was in charge before the reformation they're no better they're Man, I'm not you know bashing them as a religion dan you seem to be intent on doing that all i'm talking about is how overwrought they are about a simple little calendar and the fact that they believe it may, marks them as a faith as being racist that's the issue that's not that. whether they're going to hell or whether they're preaching the right stuff stay focused on the topic oh, well i'm right on topic i'm a hundred percent on topic okay. 
what's the purpose of the what what did Jesus Christ start the church for anyway it wasn't to clean up social issues mostly it was so people could like helping the poor everybody feeding the feeding the multitudes with fish and bread yeah that's uh, those are social issues but that wasn't the main focus that was a side that was a sidebar that that the Savior did. Yes, he did that, but his purpose was to reach people for the kingdom of God. That's his why he came here. Okay. And they lost their focus and now they're emphasizing social. That's a social issue that's very seems very important to them. Some people want to focus on that aspect of the, the Oh, yes. life. Other people want to focus on the Old Testament and stoning people to death. So we're never going to run, we're never going to come to a conclusion. Hey, thanks, Dan. We appreciate your call as always, sir. Take care. All right. Hey, you guys have a great you one. Too. Bye. I appreciate that. All right. Well, we got. We'll take more comers. You can still buy this UCC calendar. You're right. It's still on their site. It's only it's twenty bucks. Now. All the rest are about five dollars. Because if you're going to buy one uh, to hold it against them, uh, they want you to. Uh, you're going to have to uh, pay extra. All right, 570-743-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. his <laughs> never Cup, mind it's cupcakes a joke. right something like that cupcakes all right well welcome back everybody it's the wkok live telephone talk show reflections on your three-day work week was it torturous or no what mean being over where you are yeah no it wasn't bad it was only only three days only you three paid days, like right. for a full week so. Was it three days? No, you were here on Monday. We, nobody we was here nobody on was Monday. here on Monday. It was just two days. It was Tuesday and Wednesday. Oh, just two days. Okay. Right. You're confusing but, the but heck out of the Today is man. the third day of your work week. Right, it is. And it's the first day of yours. <laughs> All right, folks. So much for ch- idle chit-chat. We're not good yeah. at that. Well, you What's know, the bottom line on the calendar, buddy? I think going back, going back over it, uh, you know, certainly there are instances of racism, but I don't for a moment think that this church set out to be a ra- do a racist thing by putting this 
kid, the white kid, a little girl with a ribbon at the top of her head. Mm-hmm. You know, can't you look at that and just say, isn't it great that this church embraces all these wonderful people sitting at a table together? Isn't that the point? Well, it's your network that brought us the clipping. Well, isn't it? Well, no, it's it's been a national story. If you you, you certainly can you. Um, Not really. Yeah, mostly well, just I, on I Fox. googled UCC church calendar, and that's what I got. I got a number of different sources about the article. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I think it's great that they celebrate diversity and they want they welcome people of all faiths. I've seen their outside their churches, and they have the uh, rainbow banner that says, mm-hmm. "Hey, we're an all inclusive church. Welcome. Come on in," and that certainly is is wonderful for them, and their right to do it. But it just to to make it people feel that this was a racist act. <laughs> <laughs> it's just beyond the pale. So, um, and even if it were, even if they deliberately said, "Well, let's put the white kid on top," so would that, that necessarily be racist? Well, you have to put somebody on top. Might as well be white, but maybe it accentuates white privilege. So, if it were a black person at the top, would they say, well, "This is a Black Lives Matter calendar"? <laughs> uh, right. Why is the black in charge? Five. Call us now. Five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. I think the whole idea of a round table is that nobody's in charge. Mm, no, that's that, not how it works. You always have a convener. The girl is the convener of the table. And not the gray-haired gentleman who obviously There's is an adult. There's nobody else with gray hair at the table. There's there nobody. is a guy at the bottom of the right corner is the gray-haired guy that no, they talk about. No, Even the story refers to a gray-haired man. Don't make me look this up again. <laughs> I will, because you're wrong. There's no gray-haired person Yes, the there table. is. There is not. Read it's all the story. Kids. Oh, I read I, the, story. I, the story says there is. That but guy the, at the bottom of that, like at the five o'clock position, is a gray-haired gentleman. Is he not? No, that's not. Chi- that's a child. Well, well you, they say it's a uh, an adult. I don't know. Well, he looks happy. Is Whoever's are, are kids' heads the same size? The as point, yeah, they are. They all look happy. They all look like they're glad to be at the table together. Until yeah, on the mark got a hold of them. <laughs> now they're all sad. <laughs> They're all sad and forlorn kids at the UCC table. <laughs> well, anyway, with the calendars, we ought to plug the calendar. It's worth tw- it's cost twenty, 20 bucks. bucks. It's also a Sunday school planner, so you could use it for other purposes. And it's uh, fortunately, it has a white kid at the top of the page, so the kid's still in charge. And so let me ask she's you: she's gracious enough to allow BIPOC at the table. If you buy that calendar, are you in effect supporting racism? You are. You are a white supremacist. <laughs> you're back with President Trump in Charlottesville, and you're carrying the banner. And we're saying there's some pretty good people on both sides of the aisle. Your, your kid wears a hood. <laughs> All right. Well, let's hope that common sense prevails and that they take a take a <laughs> calm down a little bit. <laughs> common sense prevails. What country do you think this is? It ain't America. <laughs> it's not. Yes, it is. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury Financial Friday tomorrow. This is WKOK.